It's the Country Radio Podcast, coming to you live from the internet that Al Gore invented. We're interrupting your masturbation while you're in quarantine to bring you another great podcast. As as always, I'm Dustin Bone. And I'm Chris Caputo. Welcome to episode number 52 of the Guns and Radio Podcast. Right, we've got another special guest with us this week. Please mm-hmm. welcome from GNR Central, Jeff. Hey, kids. How you doing, hey, guys? Man. Hey, um, thanks for coming on, Jeff. Oh, it's my pleasure as always, man. This is my second uh, round since January, and uh, a lot's happened since then, huh? Oh, yeah. A lot of <laughs> shit. <laughs> Just a bit. Just a bit. Oh, man. But yeah, we've got a lot to catch up with Jeff on. We're going to chat with him for a little while, and then we're going to talk about, I have a feeling that we're going to both talk about and review the song, Patience, and it's uh, in great detail in just a little bit. But first, guys, this weekend is August 8th, and you know what that means. It's going to be Kiss Rocks Vegas live on fight and the best part is dude you can get this concert and 11 others for one low price did you know about this caputo oh yeah i've, I've heard about this it's 39.99 and you get a new concert every saturday basically until the end of september yeah that's pretty dope man and if you join right now you can get immediate access immediate means you don't have to wait the Def Leppard, the Rolling Stones, Toto, and Motley Crue. And then this weekend is going to be Kiss in Vegas, followed by Slipknot. And, of course, we're always building up to the 29th of August when it's going to be Slash featuring Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators from the Living the Dream Tour. This is a huge event for Fight. They're coming through with us, giving us something to look forward to each and every week. So if you're interested in that and you want to check that out, click the link in the description and get on board so you can watch along with me and Caputo here. And like I said, let us know when you do. We may even join you on Discord or something. We'll figure it out. We'll Definitely. see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, let's see. What else have we got to do here at the opening of the show? Shoutouts. Do you got any shoutouts this week? I got a few shoutouts this week. Yes, sir. Oh, uh, shit. Well, I got a couple here. Shout out to one of the newer sort of GNR fan pages. Uh, you can follow them on Instagram and Twitter. It's at GNR Black and White. Uh, posting some great content. They're fairly new, so give them a follow and uh, hope you guys enjoy what they like. Also, got to give a shout out to our guest last week, uh, Matt Manzella. You can follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Matt Manzella and check out his uh, stuff on Spotify. His instrumental album is really good. Definitely worth a listen. Oh, yeah. And, of course, as always, if you want to join the conversation, you can over on our Discord by getting your invite at GunsAndRadio.com. You can follow us on Instagram or Twitter at GunsAndRadioPod. And, of course, all of our links, all of that good shit is all available over at GunsAndRadio.com. So, uh, cut that shit. Jeff, you got anything you want to plug today? Uh, no. Let's plug, uh, let's plug, uh, you know, hey. Vaccine, man. That's what we're all Let's plug a vaccine. Hope you can find it. <laughs> and uh, the rest of us can get the fuck on with our lives. Go see some live rock and roll. 
Wouldn't that be a shit if we got a vaccine right as this was airing? I swear to God, I will never, ever pull my cell phone out of the concert again. I will trade it for a fucking vaccine. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That's yeah. a trade-off. I will keep my eyes That's on the band. Thing. At least for the first ten. At least for the first ten. <laughs> <laughs> for the first couple songs, and after that, it's okay. No, the first ten shows, I think. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah. We're talking ten minutes. Oh. I, I don't like, even even if we do have a vaccine, I don't want to be touching <laughs> a bunch of shit about around a bunch of people too, man. Like we don't know how that's vaccine if it when we get it, like how it's gonna affect us in the you know. I know, dude. It's been making me paranoid. Like I've gotten so much more paranoid and germaphobic since all of this went down. Dude, than I have I've gone, ever been. I have gone through more fucking hand sanitizer in the last four months than I have in the last 40 years of my life, man. Oh, yeah. I keep a I keep a bottle of hand sanitizer connected to my keychain, and I started noticing that without thinking about it, like every time I touch something, I've been like germic, and not even really thinking about it. Yeah. That's how it's become ingrained. Yeah, dude, a lot of new habitual stuff. Like literally every time I come home, right away wash my hands. That's it. Latin oh, motherfuckers, that's all you gotta do. That's it. Yeah, I never thought I'd be washing my hands before I take my afternoon shit. Yeah. <laughs> but it's happening. Hey man, FYI, if I had a long day and I've been touched but before the pandemic and I had a long day and I haven't taken a leak, you bet your ass I'm gonna touch my fuck wash my hands before I touch my balls, dude. So, <laughs> so oh, I'm God. just in a, I'm just going out the other end, not to be TMI, but hey. <laughs> That's just how it is, dude. If my hands are touching a bunch of things, I'm not going to touch my junk first. I'm going to wash my hands. Yeah, hell no. Basically. Hey, like a real man. Yeah. <laughs> real men wash their hands before they touch their junk. Right? <laughs> Reminds me that you guys ever see Deadpool 2? When, uh, when uh, the two hillbillies are talking about cleaning themselves. <laughs> and then, what's his no, name? I'm... What's his name shows up and kills them both? Is it Ryan Reynolds or Deadpool? Uh, not Deadpool, but it's his half nemesis in the film. Oh, okay. See, I haven't seen number two yet. Two's good. You should check it out. Yeah. I've had time, I mean, at this point. I've <laughs> <laughs> had too much time. Not enough of it yeah. I think, anymore. <laughs> Trust us, Chris. Down here in America, we have plenty of time. I was going to say, yeah, things are just going back and forth. It's like, oh, we're open, now we're closing again. I know, dude, that is so fucking frustrating when if they would have just let it go. But, I mean, like, everything has become so... I don't see how you make a political issue out of this. I don't know why the rednecks are, are fucking, like, bitching about, it's my right not to wear a mask. Yeah, unfortunately, those people are like, gullible as fuck and will literally believe anything. I mean, like, well, look, look how powerful respect, Alex Jones got. <laughs> with all due respect, I just, I just, you know, I figure Darwinism will take care of, care of it, so, you know, so. Wear your fucking mask, man. Like, your hands, wear your mask. Before November. Sorry, what'd you say about November? <laughs> I hope it kicks it in before November. Oh, Oh and man! Speaking of the virus, we actually have Alex Jones on the phone. He's gonna <laughs> oh, to say about it. Uh, Mr. Jones, what do you have to say about? This? Yeah, yeah, folks. I got a lot to say. I want to say about this virus, this pandemic. You see, it's just a bunch of bullshit. Come on, by a bunch of liberals. 
and, 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 and just fucking piss off everybody and scare everybody so they want to fucking crash the United States government so that the elitists can take over. And uh, there's only one way to fix it, and that's to go to InfoWars.com and buy my new, buy, buy all of my supplements. And I'm going to tell you right now, you've got the, the, the Manly Mech 5000. It's a new powder I've created. It's made out of chocolate powder and gun. It's made out of chocolate powder, cocoa, cocoa leaves, and, uh, and uh, what else? God damn it, I can't ever remember all this shit. It's, it's the nutraceutical. That's all I do. <laughs> And it cure, it's been proven to cure Ebola. I'm not going to say that it was a, that's going to be a cure for uh, whatever this fucking new virus is called these days. What do they call it? Cajona? Whatever. I don't know. Anyway, contravirus or whatever they fucking call this bullshit now. Though. Anyway, Infowars.com. <laughs> oh, well. Nice to hear you out and about again, Mr. Jones. <laughs> oh, he's gone now. I hung up on him. I was gonna say, uh, didn't he get like caught for like selling shit that like he was like, oh yeah, this will cure coronavirus? It did not. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> pretty sure that I happened. I missed that one, man. How much money he's under a microscope these days? Sometimes, man. I don't. I, I, I didn't hear that one. That's that was the new one. I'll have to look that up when we're finished. I did not hear about that one. Oh man, I still love the gay frogs. I know it's a classic at this point, <laughs> but it's still my favorite uh, Jonesism. Uh, probably the gay frog. And let's not forget Sandy Hook was a fucking bullshit face. It was a red yeah, flag. Yeah, all actors and shit. Get the fuck out of here, asshole. Oh, how did Dude. he get back? I thought I hung up on him. He, uh, he, he almost broke the internet, though, when he did the Joe Rogan, he did the Joe Rogan podcast, man. I admittedly watched it. I watched, I watched him. too. He comes up to me as like he's crazy, and Joe is like trying to be a friend, and it's like, dude, no, calm down. Chill, yeah. smoke a joint with Joe Rogan, man. That's he it. did. He did. Yeah. He's still he crazy. Did. Fuck. Nothing could take the edge off that guy. All he, all Joe Rogan had to do was get him fucked up, and he just went off the handle. So God knows what he does before he goes live on his podcast. So now you know. Oh God! He was he was calm as he was calm as a cucumber. The minute Joe Rogan brought out the booze, and the minute he wrote out the smoke, he just went into his complete hyperactivity. So, oh wait a minute! I think we actually have an audio clip of Alex Jones pre Infowars ritual. Let's see. Let's see what we're playing. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh, that's the shit. Oh, okay. Hey. I guess we know now. <laughs> Knowing's half the battle, bro. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would think like his spiritual thing was to do the opposite of that. That's why he sounds like all angry and aggressive and always yelling, because he can you know, maybe has like a permanent case of blue balls. I don't know, dude. Like the cocaine is a fucking. It's a hell of a drug. In- Thank you, Rick James. <laughs> <laughs> that it is. That it is. Or so I've heard. Anyway. <laughs> I don't think I've admitted anything on this podcast yet. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> oh man! So Jeff, you said I know we talked in uh, you before the show, and we talked about what's going on with GNR Central. You said Sid's pretty much done. Well, with the podcast, yeah, for now. Um, I mean, for the band themselves, they're not really doing anything, so he's got uh, other things to do. You know, I mean. Oh, yeah. and, with, and with the virus, at the end of the day, there's nothing to do. So, I mean, uh, it's understandable. Uh, when, when you're a band and you have Metallica releasing 
Monday night free shows on YouTube for fundraisers, and you only get collectively maybe 30 minutes from GNR since uh, the pandemic and people having to sit at their asses at home. And, you know, like, what is there to talk about? Yeah, believe it or not, we've run into this problem a few times ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, and so I maybe the top, maybe Axel Duff slash or Steven or Izzy gave us an interview. I don't foresee us doing one in the near future. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm enjoying rock and roll true stories. Uh-huh. I've enjoyed uh, his rock and roll channel, his non-GNR channel. I it didn't occur to me until uh, you spoke till we till we spoke earlier before we before the show when we were talking. It really didn't occur to me that I mean, you're right. He hasn't put out anything in a while GNR related, but I mean, I've still been watching his other shit. But I, I don't know. It just well never struck a bell to me that if huh. you do if you do the math. Like, you know, he's got 100,000 subscribers on True Stories, and, uh, you know, I can't blame him, you know. Got to feed your family, oh, yeah. and you got to feed your family, and on the other hand, like, you know, what else is there to do? Because, like I said, GNR isn't doing shit right now. So, you can't, I, I can't in a million years describe how bad Team Brazil polishes up its herd and tries to feed it to its fans. <laughs> Interesting analogy, that's for sure. Uh, it's, it's pretty spot on. Like it really is. First the same turd. Yeah. Not even squeeze out a new one. Yeah. To, to to from Fernando saying we get new material, which was Shadow of Your Love, which if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, was recorded before he was even born. Like yeah, that's not that was new already, material. Yeah, that's not, thirty years old. Yeah, yeah. That, that's not new material. And I'll take to my grave that there's no way that like they kept Stevens track on that. And no. second, um, like you get 30 minutes, dude. That's all we've had with promises on the Reddit discussion. So the ball has been in that band's court for the whole time. And if there's nothing post COVID, like or when concerts start again, which will probably, in my opinion, be 2023. All these people are like, oh, they're going to reannounce for 2021. No, they're not. Dude, it took fucking four years to find a polio vaccine. Like, let's be realistic. Like, it's either going to die out or it's not. And four years for polio vaccine. In my opinion, these bands are keeping the money from the ticket sales. And you, I think there has been a part. Like, if you can't, the show is canceled, you can't get your money. But you can get your money back from Ticketmaster. But if it's been postponed, there's some hoops you have to jump through. Yeah. But, but like, dude people who haven't returned their tickets, those bands are just sitting on the interest made of those ticket sales. So they're just oh, yeah. shoveling the money to the left for a minute and holding all the interest. And they'll give you your money back, but they're going to keep the seven, eight million dollars that the fucking revenue conducted in interest. Because if you think about it, the whole tour is worth a billion dollars almost. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Not almost, but half a billion dollars. So if you sit on a half a billion dollars of interest, you're not hurting, homie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who can so, blame them? And I'm not saying, and I'm not saying at all. GNR is doing this at all. Or sorry, is the only band doing this? All the bands are doing this. All the bands are doing this. So it's not just that. And as a manager, I would fucking encourage my 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 band to do the same. Oh yeah, I mean, fuck it. <laughs> I mean, 
You got to do what you got to do. It's your money until you have to give it back. And if the government's going to keep pushing these <laughs> supposed possible dates back, like it's still yours until you have to give it back. So why not so collect have, the interest? What have you been up to while the uh, while we were in quarantine and there's not really much going on? Uh, dude, man, uh, for a good solid three and a half weeks, uh, I went like right when all the the what do I want to say? How do I want to pick my words carefully here? When all the uh, civil unrest happened, um, I threw in the towel and fucking went camping, dude, for a long <laughs> fucking time, dude. Hundreds of fucking miles fucking stretched. Uh, like I got the fuck out, dude, and. Uh, been home not too long, and if this shit continues, I'm gonna head to Montana. You know and, what he's saying, Chris? You know what he's saying? Have you ever seen the first episode of The Walking Dead where they're all camping out on top of the hill, waiting <laughs> on this shit to go down? That's what he was doing. He was getting ready for the zombies. <laughs> dude, did you see my Facebook post? All right, dude. So it's Cincinnati on April 1st, and it was April Fool's Day. The fuck with me. The first Wednesday of every fucking uh, month in Ohio, in Hamilton County, fucking they test the, um, the, the, the weather horns. And I was working at my desk, and I had fucking no idea what was going on. The horns went off, dude. I got up. I grabbed my colt. <laughs> I was like, fucking marauder time. Here we go. Holy and then shit. I looked at my watch. <laughs> I looked at my I looked at my laptop. It was noon. It was April first, and the whole thing just like huh. I felt like a dumbass. But yeah, dude, I was like, "Fuck, here we go, it's fucking Marauder time." <laughs> so you said you were planning on going to Montana. What's in Montana, dude? I want to do Glacier, man. And there's like one in like a hundred thousand people, and one in a hundred thousand feet between people. So. Oh. And, you know, it's summer, and it'd be fucking dope. So, yeah. what other time in our lifetime could we do this and get away with it? It's true. Because, at the end of the day, like, when there's a vaccination, the world goes back to where it is and was. So, or, or if it dies out, you know, you know no science. But, when else in my entire fucking life am I going to be able to do this? Guilt-free? Yeah, I mean, you got to do whatever is best for you, man. Mm-hmm. So, yep. it, the but first leg is fun as fuck. <laughs> yeah, Montana. but, but half, half the jury is going to be like, yeah, but it's something I've never done before. So, and I, everybody that I've heard that's gone there, they're like, dude, the place is amazing. Yeah, and, well, so, I'm not an outdoorsy person, so I'm the wrong oh, person to be giving you oh, advice about. Nothing for me is more fun, like, if I get a new album, I have to be out in the car, like, cruising around listening to it. Like, when I got Slash's new album with Miles, I had to be out in the car listening to it. When I got Duff's new solo album, I had to be out in the car listening to it. Like, And it's that time of year to do it. So, that's just me, man. It has nothing to do with ups or downs. It's just, what the fuck else am I going to do? Trust me, there is nothing else to do in Ohio. But, when you were saying, living in the city with that population... As opposed to like New York or Chicago, Ohio, at least in my city, they've been smart enough to build out instead of up. So there's not people living on top of each other, at least where I live. Um, okay. If you live in an apartment building, I got something to be different. But uh, Ohio, 
like at least my neck of the woods, and most of it, I would say, except for maybe Cleveland, a lot of it is building out instead of up. So, again, you're not living on top of each other. Could you imagine living like in NYC or something? Doesn't Brando live in NYC? Yeah. Yeah, he's in New York. Yeah, dude, like, more power to him. Can't even open the windows. You don't really want to, though, in New York anyways, man. It's, <laughs> LA, it's like, a sh- it's not as bad as the shithole as it used to be. Yeah. Like, when I was there, there used to be, like, garbage cans on every third street corner. Now they're on every street corner, and I'm telling you, that made a huge fucking difference. Um, but, yeah, man, like, I feel for him. I reached out to him uh, kind of when they were going through all their shit, and they still are, and made sure everything was copacetic with him. And he's been active and live with his pro- uh, podcast. Not protest. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's been killing this podcast. So, okay. so more power to him, man. And he's oh, got yeah. a lot going for him. With I mean, the pandemic, with all with all due respect, is working to his advantage. So, I mean, it's working to a lot of uh, a lot of advantages because, like, now you've got people that would normally be too busy to do a podcast, and now they're just kind of sitting at home. Yeah, right. But, uh, That's where. It's like a lot of people are either going into the podcasting now, uh, yeah. or or in nine months you'll see a baby boom. One or the other. <laughs> nah, man, I think we're seeing a divorce boom happening. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, because like these these I couples are stuck you in. That. I can yeah, dude. You that, man. You stick these you stick a husband and wife home too long enough, and they get tired of each other's shit. They're like, "Fuck that." <laughs> I saw a meme, a meme going around the other day that was like, or maybe like a gift that was going like. Option A, you can stay with your wife and kids, or option B, and the guy just says B. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Yep. <laughs> How do you? The pandemic actually worked out wonders for my divorce because it moved it the fuck along because our court date got canceled. And, uh, oh man, when that court date got canceled, I was pissed. So my ex wife thought she was being a bitch when she served me my papers on uh, Christmas Day. And then uh-huh. she. And then she got all bitchy because I was like telling everybody that was the best gift I got all year. I was like, "That's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year, Clark." You guys listening at home, if you're stuck in lockdown and you're stuck at home and you're looking for something to eat, might we recommend the Holy Grail Steak Company for all of your beef needs, where you can get Wagyu burgers at Half Pound Patty for eighteen bucks. And that's Wagyu, man. That's some pretty good shit. You can also get brisket. You can get rib burgers. And that half pound patty's also for eighteen bucks. They've got all kinds of things there, and dude, I love it, man. As a matter of fact, I got a hold of some of this uh, this week. And did I tell you about this, Chris? Came in, finally. Oh yeah, you did tell me about it. Yeah, yeah. Show me, show me some stuff. I was like, ooh, that's making me salivate, boy. Oh yeah, I I, I went uh, I went wild. I did break bad a little bit, and then I got the uh, I can't even pronounce this Aka Akushi Akushi American Wagyu New York Strip. And it cost me 59 bucks for 16 ounces. But I didn't eat, I mean, I don't even like to eat all that in one go anyway. But I'm going to tell you, man, like I was cutting my steak. Have you ever had a steak that was like so tender you could just cut it with a fork? Like oh. you don't even eat it. My God, it was, it was amazing. Like I'm getting hungry. I'm about to get the rest of it if I don't shut up and talking about it. But <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you can join me in uh, this great experience by checking the description and clicking the link to check out the Holy Grail Steak Company. It's the shit. It's amazing. And I'm going to tell you, you might take a look at these prices and go, whoa, that's fucking expensive. But I'm going to tell you right now, it's really not for the quality of cuts that you're getting. Because you're not getting the shit that you can buy at the grocery store. 
Okay, you're getting the top of the line prime USA meat, and it's worth every penny. So if you're uh, if you're a bit of a food snob like me, you're gonna want to go check this out. They even got grass-fed prime rib or prime ribeye, I should say. They've got everything. Man. They even are the winners of the 2007 and 2000 and uh, 2012 Wagyu Olympics with their oh my god, I can't pronounce all of these Mayazu. <laughs> Mayazi, Mayazi, Mayaza, Miyazaka. Just buy the shit. It's fucking good. Who cares what it's called? You'll know it when you see it. I'll put a link in the description. It's 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 fucking incredible. Go check that out. But guys, let's talk about patience for a little bit, man. We've been. I'm having. And don't get me wrong, Jess. I'm ha- Jeff. I'm having a great time uh, chatting with you and everything. But uh, we really need to discuss this a little bit. So. Patience, of course, as we all know, is part of the YZP. Yep. And what? What's your favorite song off the of Lies? You guys. Nice boys. If this, nice when, boys. when Nice Boys comes on, that one's a crank. Oh, I love that song. What about you, Chris? Um, honestly, I'd say this one because the one like I most like sort of signify or like identify with this EP. Yeah. You know, just for me, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, I would say it's this one. I'll tell you, I identify with it right now and with the world being on fire than I do when I, than I did, rec, uh, excuse me, Nice Boys. I mean, like, it's obviously a song for the times right now, I think. Hence Nora Jones' cover, hence Chris's release on his 56th or 55th birthday. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I was going to say, we should listen to that in uh, extra after this. Yeah. Yeah, we really should, because I mean that. that that really uh it's really weird that this came up in the in the in the lottery right after that dropped. <clears throat> but I'm looking here, I'm checking out uh let's see here. Okay, so according to Wikipedia, the motivation for this track is generally accepted to be the troublesome relationship between Axel and Aaron Ever Aaron Everly. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> It, this poor guy just can't win when it comes to broads. I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think he's just looking at the wrong woman, maybe. Who knows? I know, right? You think Axel's married to Beta secretly? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I still mentioned this a few episodes ago. Like, did we? Have we? Have we had this discussion? I think we like mentioned it briefly, like a dude, few I weeks ago. Dude, I clapped so hard I knocked the cable out of my headset, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come hey, on. You know, for tax purposes, they could be. You never know. Probably. Oh, I didn't think about that for tax purposes. Or and like, and you never be able to testify against them. <laughs> <laughs> that comes in handy when you're actually and, and she's always there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I learned a long time ago when you're chasing that band around, if you found Betta, you found Axel. Pretty much. Because I met Betta about three times before I ever met Axel. I've She's still, I've still to meet. I still have yet to meet the man. I've met people in, in a circle. I've met, uh, you know, Steven. I've met Slash. Uh, obviously, Doug Goldstein. Um, let's see here. Uh, there's some people in, like, I'm not going to say, but there's some people I have in my phone that I can call, you know, but I'm not. I, about, I I respect the time, and I'm not, you know, up their ass about anything. But oh yeah, uh, until he comes to me, I'm not gonna knock on his door. I know what you mean. 
Uh, let's see what else we got. I mean, the song it was released. What year did this come out? It was in the nineties, wasn't it? Eighty nine. Yeah, eight, the, the end of. Uh, I want to say spring of eighty nine. Yeah, around there. Yeah. So let's take a look at the uh, at the charts here in the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. It made it up to number four, and in the U in the U.S. Uh, mainstream rock from Billboard, it it made it up to number seven. But in Ireland, it made it up to number two, and that's the highest that it made it on uh, any of the charts when it was uh, when it was debuted. And uh, let's go ahead and let's just listen to it. You want to just listen to it? Uh-huh. You can watch the video too for it. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm going to pull up the music video so we can, yeah, let's so we get can the look at it here. and everything. It's an interesting music video. It's the last one with uh, Steven Adler in it. Right, I forgot oh, about that. Yeah. Yeah, and he wasn't even like actually doing anything on the song, which is interesting. <laughs> Do you know that the... Uh, you guys ever seen True Romance? Uh, I have not. Uh, I have not either, no. Highly, highly, highly fucking recommend, recommended. Um, highly recommended. Uh, Quentin Tarantino produced it, but he didn't uh, direct it. Telling you, put it on your things to do during this lockdown shit. It's a great flick. It's actually, I think, free still on idomtv.com. I might be wrong. But, uh, what about it? The end of the movie is taped in the same hotel. Oh, shit. Huh. Okay. Yeah, because this is a pretty famous hotel they did it in. Even just like looking here, I'm on like the Wikipedia page for patients. It says the video was shot in the Ambassador Hotel. It was famous because Bobby Kennedy was assassinated there in 68. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I think that's why they chose it. Probably. Long before my time. Yeah. <laughs> Long before all of our times. Yeah, 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 right? Man, it sucks to be a Kennedy. Kennedy, Kennedy, Kennedy. Because didn't one of them disappear... Like, well, JFK's, allegedly. JFK's plane went down, and they don't know if it was like the oxygen mixture in it. JFK uh, obviously was assassinated. I'm not going to go all, You can spend hours going into theories on that. Now listen, folks, if you don't mind, I've got something I want to say about it. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, sorry about that. And then Bobby was assassinated. I'm yeah, taking on my Kennedy history, and then and then Maria marries Arnold, and he has an illegitimate child with the nanny. <laughs> Fuck! Oh man, you just can't win. You telling me that the mafia somehow didn't have something to do with this? Come on. That's the theory I kind of believe in, because yeah, because weren't they like gonna hit like the mafia and like Frank Sinatra like funding Kennedy's like election anyways? Yeah. There was a whole story about that, and then like Kennedy's like they got him into power basically, and then he decided to say like, "fuck you," and yeah, then they well, got pissed or something. Coming down on him a lot. Mm-hmm. There's probably a lot of factors because you notice we went to Vietnam like what the next day, <laughs> like immediately afterward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a lot going down there. Well, before we get started in uh, actually watching the music video, let's talk about Doctor Strange CBD. Jeff, Ooh. you ever tried CBD? Uh, Clean fifth. No, yeah, I have for my back. In <laughs> fact, right. I've got uh, I got my mother on it too for her neck and back pains too. So that was a that was a hurdle that was that opened that was very uh, what the fuck's happening with my family right now? <laughs> 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 and she did it during the lockdown. So uh, I was like, Mom, this is an opportunity for you, and you know, if you don't like it, 
spend the lockdown fucking figuring out if you don't like it. It's yeah. <laughs> Did it help him and everything? Yeah, yeah, but, you know, uh, serious neck injuries from a car accident, so you can only get so much from it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked a little bit about it last week, and I forgot to mention, I told me and Caputo were talking about this off air last week, but, uh, I, I also got my mom to try uh, CBD, and uh, because she had gastric bypass for health reasons uh, years ago, and for a long time, anytime she would eat or drink anything, uh, no matter how little she would eat or drink, it would make her sick to her stomach, and that was causing more health problems. So I convinced her to try CBD to help with the nausea. And it also worked wonders for her, so she still uses it. It took a lot of convincing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 me too. My mom is a hyper-conservative lady, but it took a lot of convincing. But after she tried, I was like, look, Mom, what's the difference? It sounds like your mom and my mom could have a glass of wine together. Shit, more like a glass of water. That's about (laughs) all my mom would be down for. But, no, it took a lot of convincing, but after she tried it and everything, and I was like, Ma, what's the difference between, you know, you're taking all this dope that the doctor's giving you anyway, all, right. all of these chemicals and shit like that, why not try something that's all natural and fucking just see if it helps you? Like, what harm is that? I promise you, Jesus won't be mad. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so she finally tried it, and she uses it to this day for the nausea. And it's really done wonders for her. It actually helped her put some weight back on, which I'm really happy to see. Oh, yeah. And, uh, so, I mean, like, there's all kinds of things that, guys, that you can use CBD for, and I recommend trying it. But I also recommend trying it through Dr. Strange CBD, which you can find a link in the description. They are the winners of the best hemp flower in the 2019 CBD East Expo. And they've got tons of products that you'll enjoy over there, starting as low as three dollars and twenty nine cent. Was three twenty nine? I don't remember. Three seventy nine. Three seventy nine. Thanks, Chris. It's still damn low. I know. Did three bucks? Jesus, come on. Damn. For for this stuff, for sure. It's you know can't complain, especially you know it's organically grown right in the good old U.S. of A. It's uh, right. Hundred percent organic. To emphasize that, it's basically sourced from reputable farms. And you're getting the freshest organic hemp flowers as well as other sorts of hemp products as well. Uh, so it's worth it for the price you get. Oh, yeah. And in Dr. Strange, every one of their products are always lab tested and are 100% organic. And plus, they hand select each of their products exclusively, exclusively for you, their customers. So go check that out. The link is in the description. Uh, it's great. You're going to love it. Support American farmers, man. I know, right? I was going to say, farmers in general now in this pandemic need shit the most because they're yeah, throwing right. out half the shit. Dude, yeah. I know. I didn't even think of that, but you've got to, you make a very good point. Now it's time to have some integrity. Integrity. <laughs> we made $300,000. <laughs> Randy, no one gives a fuck. <laughs> Dude, when South Park pivoted to that, they pulled themselves out of the gutter, man. Like, South Park was kind of going downhill when they. They switched the format to like an ep- You have to watch every episode to get it, you know. Yeah, the whole season arc. And, and instead of like just having current affairs and producing it on Monday and having it out on Wednesday, you know, yeah. like I like that format though. For them. the new, the new one or the old one. 
the new one. The old one was sort of. That's what out. I'm saying. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like they pulled themselves out, their, themselves out of the gutter with this new format and going after. Is it Kyle's dad? He's got integrity bars. Stan's dad. Stan's yeah. dad. Yeah. <laughs> I had a they brought back Tally. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta test the levels of CBD in these. <laughs> he just gets fucking stoned within thirty seconds. Oh yeah, if nothing else, guys. If you uh, don't have any kind of health reason that you use the CBD oil, uh, you can always dip your joints in it, and I promise you, you will see a difference. Oh yeah. You know what to do. Go to our, get the get the music video. If you if you can't have trouble finding it, go to gunsandradio.com. It'll be embedded in this episode. Three, two, one, play. One, two, three, four. All right. So let's see. We're back to where we've started there. Man, you know something? I still say Duff looks better now than he did back then. Well, he stopped putting stuff up his nose every day. Yeah, he stopped drinking too. Or else would have died. Yeah, I heard he was up to like a what a gallon of vodka a day. Fuck that. He was so bloated by the end of the Bad Apple Store, it wasn't even funny. Poor guy. How does any? I just don't understand how anybody gets that out of control. Well. When you don't have a well, he had wives, but you don't really have that much responsibility and a lot of money in them, you know. Yeah. And at the same time, you had a you had um what's what did he have um anxiety, you know he's trying to like uh, buy a jet ski. He did. <laughs> <laughs> he probably did. Oh, there we go. There's, there's okay. So I see the snake. And then the chick's like. Slash, look at my titties. Stop looking at that snake. Damn, I love 80s chicks, man. <laughs> the 80s chicks with their big fucking hair is my, is my favorite thing in the world. He's got vintage Pornhub uh, bookmarked on his lap. <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> you porn, there's less ads. I was gonna say you probably had like that one poster of Farrah Fawcett that like everyone's dad talks about that they used to That's jerk off to in Playboy. Fuck. That's from the seventies. <laughs> I do got a copy of Barbed Wire though with Pam Anderson in it. Well, I have a copy of something else, but I'm I'm not really <laughs> keen on watching it. <laughs> Does it feature a drummer from a band that wishes they were as good as GNR? No, I have, well, I mean, I've seen that one with all due respect, but I will admit that I, uh, I have, the, I, I have a disc of the Brett Michaels one, which is even more rare. Oh. I don't even, I mean, I've had it since college, so I'm sure it's scratched and won't even play. <laughs> Thank goodness. Nowadays, everything's at your fingertips. Banging Pamela Anderson used to be a rite of passage at one point. <laughs> I bet Axel's done it, sure. Who hasn't? I mean, shit, Caputo's Thank done it. Yeah. I love how he doesn't even, like, challenge me on it. Yeah. Sure. Like, yeah. Sure I don't know, I'm kind of, like, trying to watch this video, too, at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, there's Steven Adler. Is that still? Yeah. Yeah, he should. Go hit on those chicks, man. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> He's probably Almost. thinking like, "Am I gonna like be in this band any longer?" I don't know. Much longer. <laughs> He's like, "I don't know how much longer I can handle being in this band." And they're like, "Oh, bro, that's okay." 
Was this we'll shot before or after the um, the uh, Farm Aid? Probably before, because it was Farm Aid like 1990. Right. Yeah, I was going to say before. I think. Yeah, because this was released in 89. It was probably shot like right around then. This was the only single from it, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I think that maybe used to love her. Maybe for radio play, season? but they didn't push it. Yeah, probably. What else was on the single for Patience? I should have got up and got that. You mean the B-side? Yeah. Rocket Queen. Yeah. Oh, okay. Rocket Queen? That's odd. That's what I thought when I got it. I was like, what? They could have, man, they could have... You know what would have been perfect for them to release on the B-side? It's like a demo. It's a demo, like a Mates rehearsal demo. Like, this is what you can expect on the next album. As this this album fucking holds you over. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, half of it was already recorded anyway. It was Half of it was live like a suicide. So you guys know the story of its creation, right? Which one? Live like a suicide or lies? Lies. Uh, which, which meme? All right. So according to Goldstein, they were in Detroit, and they were walking down the ramp, and Axel and Doug were walking, and Doug kept walking, and past this kid who was crying, he was a teenager, and Axel, he just kept walking, and Axel stopped him, and he's like, what the fuck's wrong? Because he had just come from, like, the area where the band was. We wanted to, I guess, make sure nothing was going on behind the scenes or something. And according to Goldstein, like, right when they all got on the bus, the kid told Axel, like, dude, I have everything at the time, all your bootlegs, everything, I just can't get a, a copy of Live Like Suicide, because the scalpers are charging fucking five to seven hundred dollars in the, like, the mom pa record stores for him because there's only what ten thousand copies. Yeah. So, Doug says, "Well, here's the deal: you take those four songs, you put it on side A, you record four acoustic songs, put it on side B, and it holds over the fans until the Illusions album. Huh. And bam, it's done. And then at the same time, they they killed the scalpers. They killed the secondary yeah. market for going from five to seven hundred dollars to fifteen bucks." Like you can sure. find them, you can find them on eBay now for seven dollars. Yeah. Well, mine didn't cost seven dollars. <laughs> All right. You know what? Something. This is how jaded I am. I forgot how old this video is, and then the scene where Axel's walking into the hotel and the phone's lighting up blue. I was yeah. thinking. Why, I was thinking. Why does he have an Alexa? <laughs> yeah, Dude, I'll like, tell you, man. Being a teenager during that time, those phones were hot, man. These were before cell phones, and people had them, dude. You could get them at, like, um, God, what are those stores now that sell, like, the shirts after Spencer's or whatever? Yeah. You can get my, them there, man. My first phone in my room was, uh, I want to say Garfield. And then mine, was, mine was the SI football. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, the football. I remember the football. I had the football at one point. Uh, but the first one I remember was Garfield, and when you would pick it up, you would pick up his tail, and that was the 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 receiver. And then he was holding the the dial with the buttons. Nice, nice. Weird to think about. I hadn't thought about that in years. Hey, landlines. Who has them anymore? <laughs> I know, right? I still got uh, one in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that. Yeah, that's like, the... it's like Plan B when the world goes to shit. I don't blame you. 
I wonder if like landline sales have gone up since the pandemic. People worrying about the apocalypse and shit. I don't know. We find out. I wonder. That's yeah, look Caputo, at for sure. Caputo's uh, his phone's interrupted us one time, and I've been like, man, when's that gonna happen again? Yeah, well, that was when I had like my stuff all in the basement, and now like I'm up in like my own like sort of living quarters here in my room. So maybe in the future we'll see if I end up going down, getting some uh, some time in the basement there or whatever. Revenue on landline phones uh, amount to nine nine hundred and seventy two million dollars in twenty twenty, and the market expectedly to grow annually Shit. by two point five percent. I don't have one anymore. I haven't had one in Jesus. 10 years. Yeah, I don't have one either. They made more money than I thought they would. I haven't even touched one. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought they'd be dead by now. Like, speaking of, of mothers, man, I had to, like, beg my mom to get rid of ours, like, or hers, rather, not ours, but hers. But, like, I was <laughs> like, there's no point. Well, what if people come and, like, need to use it? Like, they don't. Even Fuck if your em. friends, even if your friends are still, like, like, have their allegiance to flip phones with raised up buttons at your age, like they still have phones. I don't know anybody who doesn't have some kind of sort of cell phone. Yeah. Well guys, just, we need to review patience. We've we've kinda we've watched the video. Hmm. We normally don't just watch the video, but guys, it's patience. I mean yeah. if you haven't heard patience, go listen to it by now. It's your yeah. fault, not ours. So let's go ahead and let's give our ratings of it. Jeff, you're our guest. What would you give patience on a scale of one to five? Five being the best, I guess, yeah? Yeah. Um, dude, A, it's the first song off the B side of the album, which is phenomenal. Uh, and under today's uh, times, uh, I'm going to give it a solid 4.8. Damn, all right. Pretty I mean, high. and and since my return, I've, uh, I've, tried, I've tried to learn it on guitar, and I've been... I've been uh, at least Izzy's part, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's something else. Like I can sit on my ass and play guitar or watch TV or go see the world when there's an opportunity to do so. So uh, guitar in the meantime has been taking it up and patience is one song that I've been trying to learn and I've got it almost down, at least Izzy's part. And you know what? Like I said, today's times 4.8. Chris, what do you think? Um, for me, like, I remember, like, when, like, my whole GNR fandom started, like, I only knew, like, Appetite and maybe, like, a handful of songs from Illusion stuff. Like, I, this totally, like, didn't cross my mind until I started, like, going to see Guns Live and going, you know, delving more into the discography. And this one always stuck out to me, because, like, to me, like, GNR at that time was, like, I always heard, like, fast, heavy, like, very hard rock stuff. And then you get right. the total opposite of it, where it's just all acoustic. Yeah. It's, you know, there's a good meaning to the song behind it. It's very chill, you know, and it just catches my eye. Like, and I've basically loved that song ever since. And basically, yeah, for me, I, I'd give it a, a perfect solid five out of five. Like, it's a song I'll never skip. It's a great song. And speaking of playing on guitar, I know the chords to it. So I can definitely, I just got to relearn them again. Well, yeah. Bust it out one of, these days, one of these days, maybe. Speaking of which, that, that like F sharp. That he goes between the D and the and the G at the end. Yeah, that's the only part that's really fucking me up. <laughs> that that F sharp when he even Izzy just rolls his thumb over the neck and like mm -hmm. creates the bass for the D the D chord. That's where I'm just like I know the timing. It's getting the hand over the neck to drop that thumb 
while you're trying to not fuck up that Discord. And that's where it's the only part I'm fucking up. It's the point where I'm like skipping it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, fuck that. <laughs> we're still staying in time. But yeah, it's 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 a phenomenal song, man. And it's one of those songs that I guarantee you anybody and everybody can appreciate. Like if you had your you know, your eighty five, ninety year old grandmother on, she wouldn't it's not a song she'd be like, shut turn that shit off. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So it plays yeah. for everybody. Well, I'm gonna tell a story before I give my rating. All right. It's just a quick one. All right. Rick and I went to see Michael Graves. Uh, a few years ago, I've told most of this story before, but we were we we followed him to the next town. I think it was Birmingham, Alabama, and uh, we set up, hung out with him, and helped his people get set up before the show. And uh, so we were there over by the merch table the whole time. And during the set, he broke out patience because for us, bam, <laughs> and so that was pretty cool. Uh, just to have that going on. But that being said, honestly, um, I don't hate it, but I'm not crazy about it. I give it a three right in the middle. Too many feels or you're just not feeling it? Honestly, it just doesn't do it for me. Like, I mean, it doesn't really, it doesn't really give me anything. Like, I mean, I get more feeling out of Rocket Queen than I do out of Patience. Well, I do, I do too, but it's a completely, like, like it's put on the B side for a reason. It's like, yeah, it's, it's never a different been, side, you know. It's just a different mm-hmm. side of them. Like if I was in a band and playing acoustic guitar, yeah, this would definitely be one of the ones that always came up. And I can see what everybody likes about it. It's just I don't know. It's just I, I don't I don't have a reason that I don't like it. I I I can't explain it. I don't have a reason. I mean, I see all of its attributes. I'm not taking anything away from it. I'm just, uh, when it comes down to it, it's just not my cup of tea. I just didn't, I never cared for it. Well, I will admit, like, it's played later in the set, so the beer sales are already gone over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you're at a show yeah. and they play it, you're kind of stuck watching it. Now, if they were to play it, like, in the middle somewhere, like after maybe Rocket Queen or something, you know, like, since we all know the set list isn't really changing. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, if it was played in the middle, maybe I'd go get a beer. Maybe. If I was in the pit, I don't know. Probably to me, would. patience always came when I was in the pit and going regularly regularly to CGNR. Patience was always played before Paradise City. So it was a signal that, you know, we're winding it down so that yeah. we can kick it back up for yeah. Paradise City and send you right. home on that high note. But uh, I don't know. It's just it never. And it's one of the ones people, like, when they find out that I'm a GNR fan, always play or throw on or reference or something like this. It's always Jungle, Paradise City, or Patience, or something like that. No, so it's always that's that's always going to be with all due respect to the bubble governors, man. Like you've got to dig deep to find the people like us, you know. Oh yeah, I mean I don't. I appreciate my friends trying right. to play music that they think I'll like, but I just I don't know. I've just never cared for it. It's going to piss some people off on this podcast. Uh, I was kind of dreading this day that patience came along because, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to bullshit and say that it's my favorite song ever just because you know I'm trying to keep. 
our constituents happy. I mean, I'm gonna tell you the truth, it's not my cup of tea. Hey man, at least at least we're fighting for the same team, you know? yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Can't complain. Everybody, uh, you know, you don't have to love everything, man. Like when I hear "Sweet Child," I'm like, man, fuck. Oh God, no. It's a billion hits on the radio, uh, on YouTube, man. Plus all the radio, like plus I was there. That was actually sweet shot. Like my parents kept me from uh, from uh, having that album when it came out because of all the shit they were giving. And uh, the only thing I was able to get was the sweet child on the forty five, man. And I still have it. And the B side was brownstone. They didn't know that, but, <laughs> <laughs> but that was the first GNR. Thing I ever owned was their 45 of Sweet Child. Now that I think about it out loud, and I had to play it on my shitty Fisher Price record player that had that big fucking, um, oh that big fucking knot in the middle that you could play a 45 on. Because my parents' record players did A, I didn't want them to know it was on side B, and B, like, you know, they didn't have a nut for the 45, so I was stuck. <laughs> I've never but heard I, anybody playing GNR on, on the It was the only thing that in my house that would play a fucking 45, man. <laughs> That's like listening to Rot Motley Crue and a Teddy Rebskin or whatever. What was it? <laughs> the, 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 the <laughs> Teddy Rebskin, you put the tape in the back and he'll mimic like what's coming out the mouth, yeah. but he's close enough. Something like that. Like pre-program, however, it's not as good as now with the technology. But if I remember correctly. Yeah. So you guys want to see what we're doing next week? Sure. Yeah, let's spin that wheel, brother. Almost forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's been a good show. Thanks for coming on, Jeff. You gonna oh. stick around for extra? Uh, can I? May sure. I? I'm there. Gladly. Anything goes. Nice. Well. GNR next week. All right. Dude, don't get forget, on a fucking roll. Don't forget about the alternate lyrics on that one, dude. Ah, good point. Yeah. Good point. You guys, if you can still find it, it on YouTube, there's a there's a video of Axel singing with the old band of it, with the alternate, the old lyrics before the. I don't. Is that Hollywood Rose? Right. Was it okay? All right. I thought maybe it was rapid fire for a minute. You guys, no, it to... wasn't rapid fire. Oh God, not that. You guys, you guys need to incorporate rapid fire in your uh, posts. We do. Oh right. Yeah, we've done a couple, two of them. Yeah, already. and they suck. Oh, they're, not, <laughs> they're not good. <laughs> hey man, they are. Everybody's got to start somewhere, man. That's yeah. true. But what the... The lyrically, it's like, eh. oh, it's it's awful. Well, guys, we're gonna keep hanging out with Jeff over in GN Extra. Go over to gunradio.com or now GN Extra is available on all your favorite podcasting platforms and go join us there to uh, continue the conversation. And uh, yeah, next week, anything goes. So we're going to have fun with that. Man, we're going to run out of good songs, man. This yeah. is so many good songs that we put, even Patience. Like, even though I didn't give the best review of it, like, it's still it's a good, good song. song. Yeah. yeah. I don't hate. Nope. But, like, we're going to run out of good songs. Watch it. It's going to be all Izzy tracks again. Oh, <laughs> another Izzy month. Let's do it. Fuck it. 
Love some it. Of those hey, hey, speaking of which, did you guys check out the fucking uh, documentary the kids put on YouTube that Brando interviewed? Yeah, yeah, I did. We'll have to. Well, let's uh, let's save that for extra, and we'll chat more about that. Right uh, we're going to talk about that over in GN Extra. So, guys, go join us there. And uh, until next week, I'm Dustin Bones, and I'm Chris Caputo. We'll see you next week on Guns and Radio. Peace. Rock on, guns.